I'll, I'll write. I'll talk. <laughs> Hi, I'm Taylor. And I'm Maddie. And it's time for another episode of Sisters Who Posh. We are two sisters who recently joined the Poshmark app and are getting started on our reselling journey. We will be sharing our best tips and tricks along the way, as well as setting goals and updating our progress as we turn our hobby into profits. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Sisters Who Posh. Today's episode is all about work-life balance. Mm-hmm. Very important part of any side hustle, but especially with Poshmark, I feel like. For sure. But before we get into all of the good stuff we have to say about work-life balance, let's update you guys on how our week has been going. Maddie, How has what's new? What's going on? What's happening? Well, there has been a lot going on in the world of Poshmark. There's some hot button Poshmark news <laughs> that, I mean, mm. we just have to report to all of you. It wouldn't be a Poshmark podcast if we didn't discuss this with this week. So a couple days ago on Instagram, we saw another reseller post that the copy feature on Poshmark no longer brings the item to the top of just in. So in the past, yes, it is. People are shocked. People People are shocked. Outraged. People don't know what to do. It's very stressful. So in the past, most of us would use this feature to basically relist our item, but it was a really nice relisting your item is because you want it to be fresh and show up as a new item again. Exactly. Amongst all the Poshmark listings. Um, so, so you could it, use this copy feature yeah. and just make a copy of the other listing and then delete the old one. So then your item would show as you just listed it. It would show as more like fresh, a fresh set of eyes would see it. Yeah. Um, we use this feature like so much. Yeah. And, and now it doesn't it work. Too, is it's like a pretty new feature on Poshmark. So like I think it just came out like maybe True. Like six weeks to a month ago. And everyone was loving it. That was like I think that's why people are feeling so upset is because everyone was really like they're like, oh, my gosh, this is like the best thing ever because we used to have to do this whole roundabout way of relisting our items and like copy all the, the whole thing over, out again. Rewrite yeah. the whole description. And now they made a button that you can just copy it and relist. And then now um, it's seeming like it's not really working. Yes. And people have reached out to Poshmark and Poshmark has confirmed that like, no, it doesn't work. They want customers to see like, how do I want to say that? Like more of like a true representation, I guess, of like what the actual new things to Poshmark are. Exactly. A lot of resellers are feeling like this is just kind of an added obstacle because they're going to relist their item either one way way or another one way is just way faster (laughs) yeah and someone made a good point that was like 
as a buyer on Poshmark, you're not like, oh, I want to buy this because it's just in. Like you want to buy something because it's like exactly what you wanted. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like the relist kind of just gave the item another chance to like be at the top of like all of the listings, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's not like a – it's like, – you know, Poshmark, almost everything you would purchase on Poshmark is – an older style that's being resold or, you know, it's usually secondhand. There's yeah. some of tag stuff, but it's usually like an older style that's been, um, I don't know that you've either had in your closet for a while and haven't worn, or you bought literally to resell at like a retail arbitrage location, like TJ Maxx or something. So it's like, there's some really benefit of it being like, this is the new season. Yeah, the Justin <laughs> doesn't even really make sense. Yeah. I get on like a regular retail website where it's like, these are our new arrivals, like new yes. season, but that's not so much a factor. Exactly. Gosh. Like a lot of stuff people are selling is like vintage or like, yeah. like you said. Another like- point I saw that was kind of interesting is like, you know, when sellers, make a sale on Poshmark like yes we make money very exciting but like Poshmark does take the cut of the money so it's like the more sales that we're making the more sales they're making true so why not make it easy you know <laughs> exactly so we're a little bit frustrated on that kind of like everyone else yeah. um hopefully Poshmark hears us hears changes us. it back some peti- there's some petitions there's I think the the feedback I'm sure they've heard loud and clear. So hopefully they'll do right by it and, and make that change. So it's super easy and functional for the, for the resellers. Yeah. Hopefully they're just like implementing a like different way to do it. And that'll yeah. like get launched. And it's just like bad timing or something, but yeah. Yeah. I know it's interesting. Cause it's like, everyone was loving it. I feel like, um, you know, with any company, like whenever they put out like a new update or new change, like I feel like, I guess the, the best thing I can relate it to is like back in the day when like Facebook would have a new update and everyone would be like, Oh, I hate the new update. Like, I yeah. like, you know what I mean? So I feel like it's already hard to please everyone with a new update, but with the copy listing, like everyone was loving the copy listing. They were like, Oh my gosh, thank you. And I feel like that's pretty rare with an update for everyone True. to like instantly be on board. So I don't know why really they would change well it, but hopefully I'm sure they heard the feedback and I'm sure they'll uh, figure it out. But for sure. In any case, we've been like recommending like to each other and to, to um, our sister Macy, who was on last week's episode, we're like, oh, you need to copy your listings every so often if they've been stale and like kind of helps rejuvenate your closet. I think that was one of my July goals. Yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah, <laughs> was to like, relist five things every day. <laughs> it's like you can still do that, but that copy listing really was a time saver, you know? Yeah. For yeah. sure. So, um, yeah, that is the big news this week on in, on, in the Poshmark world. <laughs> yes. What else is going on this week? Yeah, so I have an update, a little bit more lighthearted, I guess, but <laughs> I have a assistant now. What? <laughs> <laughs> Who did I hire? What's going on? No, you hire? I don't have an assistant. <laughs> no, definitely not. But my husband Rick did help me out. The other night I was about to make dinner and it was a closet clear out day. And I'm like, oh, I really want to share my closet one more time. It's like 6 p.m. It's the prime time. Yeah. But I really want to make dinner because I'm hungry. So yeah. like, what do I do? And um, so I was like, hey, can I show you how to do this share the closet so you can like do it for me? And he was like, <laughs> not that excited to do it, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Relatable. But um 
he did he did agree to reshare the closet and it was uh, so funny i like showed him how it works so i like showed him all the tips i'm like okay like do, like don't do it in the app i'm gonna do it in in the web browser it goes a little faster and i showed him like scroll 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 to the bottom of your closet and then where the last sold item is you're gonna start on the next item that's for sale and hit share and then you hit this little arrow button for the shares and then you hit the share to followers yeah and then i give him my one tip where i'm like okay whatever you do just make sure you don't by mistake hit my username that's like right next to the share button because then it will refresh the page and you go all the way back to the top and you have to re-scroll down you know? so he's like okay yeah, yeah i got it sits down literally first button he hits my username <laughs> scrolls back up to the top and then it was just so funny watching him do it do it because it like literally like every like four items he would accidentally hit that <laughs> have oh. to start all over he would hit Shop Taylor J on yeah. Poshmark. <laughs> he would hit Shop Taylor J on Poshmark. That's why I brought this up. No, just kidding. Um, but he, yeah, it was really, it was really adorable. He he did a good job. He got the whole closet shared. Um, after I was just basically wanting to do like one part of like the prep for making dinner. I'm like, I'm gonna get these in the oven, then I can like take it back over. Yeah. But then, so I'm like, okay, I can like fit, do the rest. And he's like, well, I want to finish it. <laughs> so I that was now that funny. I started, I know. So nice. Then he's been like checking in too. He's like, "Oh, did any uh, think so since I shared it?" And I'm like, "Unfortunately, no." <laughs> invested. <laughs> yep, invested. So now it's a family business. Love what to see I it. Say? So funny. I know. One thing that was funny too. I like. <laughs> I was eye rolling so hard at him because he was like, "Oh." are you sure there's not a way where like you could just share your whole closet at once? Like, is this really like the fastest way you pick every item and share it? Like there must be a way to back share it. And I was like, um, I've seen every YouTube video basically. I feel like of like every reseller like yeah. tips. We like follow everyone on Instagram. We like are, we're like, so, uh excited about Poshmark and reselling right now like we that's like I feel like me like all you and I talk about Maddie yeah and I'm like we me and my sister have a podcast about Poshmark like no this is the only way to do it there's that's a way that's why it's our like one of our least favorite parts of the day is sharing our closet yeah <laughs> so I thought that was a little bit funny too hilarious Okay, so like we said, today we are going to be talking all about work-life balance when it comes to balancing your life, your full-time job you might have, and like being a reseller on the side, which is like our situation. Yes. So we're by no means experts at this. A lot of the topics we'll be talking about are things that we need to work on as well, or like our goals for ourselves to get a better balance with Poshmark and everything else going on in our lives. Um, but the main reason why we're talking about this and why we think it's important is to avoid burnout from Poshmark. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't want to, you know, do it like crazy for three months and then kind of give up. Um, yeah. I think like, that's like the element, like if you burn out on something that totally takes all the fun out of it and then it's not, we want it to be something that hopefully we can kind of do more long-term and really like yeah. fit it into our life in a way that doesn't get too overwhelming. Uh, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. But like Maddie said, yeah, we're definitely not the experts and we definitely 
are still figuring out how we do fit it into our day-to-day jobs. (laughs) Yes, for sure. So I guess the first topic we wanted to talk about, um, since we both have full-time jobs, is kind of just finding pockets of time on the days that we work to work on our Poshmark so we don't feel overwhelmed with Poshmark or our normal job, trying to like get a balance between those two. So some of the ways we've been able to do that is, we always talk about this, is (laughs) so important to get your whole closet shared three times a day, maybe have your husband do it, maybe, Maybe. you know, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Might take a little longer. (laughs) Yeah. But spacing out those three shares is so important just so you are at the top of the search, more people are seeing your closet, you're having more interactions. So we've found it's really helpful um, on a day that you do work your other job, if you do have it, is to get one batch of sharing done before you go to work. So that might be... um, maybe while you're getting ready or if you take like public transportation, doing the shares on there, um, getting up five minutes earlier to, you know, do the shares before you leave for work. If you can get that one share in before, then people will be seeing um, your closet like throughout the day while you're working. So it's kind of like you're working your normal job and the Poshmark is kind of working for you. Yeah. And then you can just like check back in on it throughout the day and follow up with people that were interested in items. Yes. I feel like the easiest way for us to get discouraged on Poshmark is you like look at the clock and it's like four o'clock and you're like, I haven't even shared once. Yeah. And then you check your notifications and it's like tumbleweeds. Yes. No one's here. (laughs) Yeah, that definitely can be discouraging. So we find like if you do it in the morning, then it kind of makes it, I don't know. It just starts out on the right foot. Yeah, early bird gets the worm, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so then you can like kind of keep checking back like throughout the day. If you do get that morning share in, we just both think that that's like the most important one because it sets up your day that you'll have to make it doable to do like when you are working a full-time job during the day. Yeah. So then, you know, maybe during the day you have a lunch break at some point, I'm sure. That way, when you're on your lunch break, you don't have to like necessarily be starting from scratch on everything for Poshmark for the day. You can really be more like checking in, seeing if you got any likes. Um, We always send offers to likers like as soon as we get the likes. Um, But we, that way you don't have to do it like in the moment. You can do it like on your lunch break. For sure. Or if it's like a closet clear out day, sending those closet clear out messages. Um, Also, if you're new to our podcast and you haven't listened to our like communicating with buyers episode, so you might not know what we're talking about, about like offers to Lakers and closet clear out, definitely listen to that because that is a big That's like our day to day (laughs) Poshmark. That is the bulk of our Poshmark time is communicating with the buyers. So very important. Just throwing it out there. Yes. Yeah. So then on your lunch break, you can really send out a few, you know, a few offers. If you have time, you can get a share of your closet in. It seriously doesn't take that long. It's just like one of those things that if you don't do it the three times a day, then you just lose all that opportunity to communicate with the buyers. Yeah. And it's just like a habit. Like, I feel like if you get in a routine of doing it, 
it's so easy, but if you kind of get out of that routine, then you have to remember and oh, things like that. In a while, yeah, definitely. Also, a tip for like if you have a small pocket of time and you're like, I have a huge closet, I have over 200 listings because I'm Taylor, and <laughs> like you don't have time to do the whole 200 listings. Like we've done it sometimes where we just reshare like some of our, you know, like newer items we're more excited yeah, like, about. We're like, yeah, you know, I think like we mentioned in our retail arbitrage episode like we're improving a lot on like our sourcing so it's like a lot of the stuff I feel like we've sourced in the last two weeks like our top listings we're like at least we want to share those to make sure exactly yeah something is better than nothing (laughs) yes for sure um our other biggest tip is like you know when you are at work for the day at your full-time job that's outside of Poshmark don't necessarily worry about checking your Poshmark every five seconds, like while you're at work, really, if you share in the morning and share on your lunch bake and then check after work, you really, you're, that's like top tier in my mind. Yeah. Like, like you're, you're really nailing it. To be like monitoring it all day as the likes like come in. Yes. There's a chance, like maybe someone would buy it right in the moment there. But I think overall, as long as you're checking in, in a reasonable time, like every four hours or so. Yeah. Um, I feel like your chances are more or less the same to get that sale. For sure. Yeah. So I think like for the working around your day job, um, it is important with reselling to be consistently like sharing and sending offers out. There is something too. I know we've mentioned in other episodes, like something with the algorithm with Poshmark, they really like favor the users that are really active within the app and and doing yes. their, consistently sharing their closet and consistently making sales. So I think like if you are doing Poshmark part-time and you have a full-time job, it is important to have at least like some pocket of time in the days you're working your like full-time job. That way you don't like only do it on your days off strictly because I feel like you'll miss out on that algorithm benefit then. For sure. Yeah, that's a good tip. So our next tip that we have, or something we kind of like to keep in mind, is take the pressure off yourself. Like, figure out a shipping schedule that works for you. I think aside from sharing, the next, like, daunting task when it comes to Poshmark is, you know, once you do make a sale, making sure that you get the item shipped out in a reasonable time. And I know, like, Maddie said one of her goals for the month is to get that (laughs) shipping time down. Um, But... I think it is important to give yourself like a little bit of a pass on that sometimes. I think for me, um, like I don't, I, for, for my full-time job, I have to physically go in to like my, my work right now. I know a lot of people are working from home with everything going on, but for me, I'm still going in. So for me, it can be a little bit too daunting to like wake up in the morning and have to like get packages ready to ship out and like yeah. eat a quick breakfast and like get my closet chairs in and then like, it could start my dog. day off on kind of like a frantic tone and like driving through traffic. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think for me, what I've been doing is just like at least committing to shipping out any of my orders about like every three days. That way I can do them all in one batch and not have to necessarily. I, I mean, I'm sure it doesn't technically save that much time, but it's just like, I already have all the stuff out at that time. I'm like sitting down to print the label so yeah. it feels a lot. It works for you. Yeah. It just feels like more like it fits into my life. If I like, am, am okay, if I 
am okay having a three-day shipping time in some situations to like not have that pressure that like okay if I make a sale then like I want making a sale to always be like exciting and not yes. something that I'm like I'm so busy like I can't <laughs> I don't have time I'm gonna my Poshmark you know what I mean like yeah so I think that's just one thing I've kind of learned over this because I think I did used to like I need to ship this like right away like five seconds later but I think like every other day, maybe even every three days, if you're, if someone buys something on a Friday and it's really not going to get picked up till Monday anyway, just take that pressure off yourself, you know? Yeah, for sure. I definitely like am in the boat of like packaging things up every day, but I'll ca- like caveat that with, I don't take it out to the mailbox unless I'm like taking the dog out or like I'm going to the yeah. grocery store. Like I don't make it fit in with your life. So it's not like yeah. it's separate. It's not like a separate errand. It's like, okay, I'm like just bringing that on the way so it doesn't feel like a big hassle. Yeah. No, that's a really good point. Okay. Our next point we want to talk about is one that we really need to take to heart. (laughs) I don't think we've ever proactively done this, but we now it is like top of mind for us because we've been burned. So Basically, if you know you're going to have a really busy work day or you have like an event to go to or something like that, to just give yourself the day off from Poshmark if you need it in advance (laughs) and don't put like pressure yourself. Like Taylor was saying, like just plan to do any shipments the next day or um, just plan to not share your closet that day. Kind of take the day off. Can make a day, right? Yeah. So if you're, you know, so then you can really focus on that busy day at work or that maybe like wedding you're going to or something like that. So you're not like stressing yourself out for like no reason. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, it is like, uh, you're your own like boss on Poshmark. You know what I mean? Like, no, like, yes, you want to like be active in the app and do all these certain things. And we make these goals for ourselves every month, but like at the end of the day, like if, you have to make sure if you have a busy day or a family event coming up, like family's important and like your work at your real job is important too. And if it doesn't fit in that day, it doesn't fit in that day and you can just move on to the next day. Yeah. I feel like that's a really easy way to burn out too is like, because then you in your mind have this like negative, like mindset with Poshmark because it's like adding stress, which like we said, it's like, this is supposed to be fun and like, just like an addition to your life. Yeah. Like that's like the main thing is like, yes, we're trying to make money here, but like it, it, I think that's like what we've been loving so much about being on Poshmark is it is just like so fun and um, yeah, so much like excitement to making a sale. And like, I just never want to get to the point where it's like, Oh, and now I have to go like work on this. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. Our next topic is, that when you let's say so it is your day off from work or it's the weekend you're not you're not going into your job you don't have anything as part of your full-time job that you need to be working on um it is important to still like have a day off I feel like if you try to just like grind it out on Poshmark on your days off that can also lead to burnout um (laughs) you need time to recharge people or you will 
you know yes because then otherwise you're going back into the work like work week of your normal job like not relaxed yeah, at all they're like why are you so tired just- <laughs> i'm goodwill like, all day goodwill i came home i steamed everything i listed a million things that i did you know what i mean it's like yes yeah. i have definitely done that but it's Same. not the best for like just keeping yourself like the most like level-headed and just like feeling recharged as possible. It's important to have those days off. But that being said, like one of our tips is you can still do things that are technically like productive on Poshmark and will help drive selling for your, your Poshmark closet while doing something that is like relaxing on your day off. Do you want to tell them about the sun deck? Yeah, so the building I live in in Chicago has a sun deck and a lot of times I'll go sit out there if I have to like list a bunch of stuff or even just to like, I'll go sit out there and like do my shares and then I'll like read a book or something. So there's like easy ways to get your Poshmark things done, but like in a relaxing way. Yeah. Rather than just like sitting in your apartment silently doing your shares or like refreshing 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 yeah 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 like yeah there's a way there's enough to do on Poshmark that is more just like like doesn't need to be like super mentally engaging yeah so it's like yeah like bring your book out get or if you're like watching like a series on Netflix or something like doing your shares during the like yeah commercial if you have the you know cheap hulu like i do like during the commercial yeah, i'm cheap too. <laughs> <laughs> and this next topic kind of goes along with this but let's say you work your full-time job and you have your your day off coming up and you know you could just keep working on like more of those mundane tasks while still technically being relaxed and sitting on the sun deck or whatever it may be but sometimes if if you just want to have like a full like me day, like, I don't know, yeah. a nail appointment, like go do something with your husband or something, you know what I mean? Like yeah. totally give yourself a pass to take a full day off from your full-time job and from Poshmark if, if that will benefit you, you know? For sure. I feel like you said this, but like we want to be doing this like longer term, so like taking those days off yeah. are going to be really beneficial to yeah. like making this more like sustainable to our lives. Yeah. And I think one thing, like I know we've been talking about in the goals update, but one of my goals is like sharing my closet three times a day, every day. And if I miss it a day, we've been calling it a whammy, <laughs> which I think is from a game show, right? It's from the game show whammy. <laughs> Oh, how could I forget? Um, but GSN. We are big GSN fans, right? Big. Um, but I think like for us, we've kind of had this mindset all summer where we're like, okay, our goal is to share it three times a day, every single day. And if we yeah. happen to miss a day, it's like we're beating ourselves up about it or like I'm I'm calling it a whammy, which I still like calling them whammies and it's still funny. But if you need to plan out, like I'm taking a whammy day this day, like I'm not doing this. Like, yeah, it's fine too. It doesn't need to, you only take days off if it's like you get so overwhelmed that if you, you mess up. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Days off are not a negative thing. Days <laughs> off are like very positive thing. <laughs> exactly. Um, another tip, which 
again, we need to take to heart is trying to be efficient with your time in the app. If you're just like doing the shares, um, things like that, kind of just like getting in and out, doing shares, sending your offers, and then getting out of the app and like continuing with your day. So kind of um, rather like multitasking for hours of just like having the Poshmark up app and like watching a show with your husband, like just like do your Poshmark for the 10 minutes it takes to like do all your stuff to get up to date and then like actually put it away. Yeah. Yeah. Put it away and then you will feel like so much more relaxed. I feel like that's such like an obvious thing to say, but it's so easy no. to just like, I'm gonna refresh. I'm sure I made a sale. <laughs> We're so guilty of just like doing our shares and then just like watching the likes roll in. So we yeah. can, like, live offer them. You know what I mean? Six seconds ago they liked your item. It's like Yeah. I feel like you're, it's almost weird when you're like, hey, girly girl. They're like, whoa. Do you want to buy this for X amount of money? You know, and they're like, wow, don't you have a life? No, just they're like, is this automated? How'd you send it so fast? <laughs> you're like, no, I'm just really here. Refreshing. Yeah. yeah no, I think it is. It's been so new and exciting, like being on yeah. Poshmark. And it, we both just get so excited about getting likes or, you know, getting someone adding something to their bundle or anything like that, that yeah. I think we like um have a hard time just like putting it aside but like realistically I think there's like barely any times where like it's mattered that I like sent someone an offer like right that second I feel like they don't even get back to me that fast to like yeah it anyway yeah it's only happened to me a couple times where like you send the offer and then they accept like instantly because like they're still in the app most people are just like checking it on their lunch break too and stuff like that yeah. so they're not just like waiting for your offer either it doesn't need to be like the deal there's it's not so time sensitive that it needs to be like i need to be monitoring this 24 7 in case of any likes so i can yeah offer no for sure but like i said easier said than done when you're a little excited about it it's so good for us (laughs) to have to say this out loud it is like yes like that is weird that i do that okay yeah um our next topic is something that we've been doing a really good job of over the summer here uh, is setting specific goals for yourself and your Poshmark business. Yes. The thing with Poshmark and reselling and anything obviously is like, you can't focus on everything at once. And if you try to, that's when it could get really, really overwhelming. Like on Poshmark, there's so many different things you could do to improve your selling. Like you could like, re-edit all your photos or retake all your photos or you know copy all the listings or I guess now redo the listings whatever way you need to relist them (laughs) or you know go to Goodwill and keep trying to source or cross list to Mercari or or something like that there's just so much you could do it's endless yeah so I think for us it's been really nice to like okay I have these two things that I'm working on this month and even like I think in some of the episodes we've and like, okay, I'm going to add this as like kind of like a sub goal this week. Yes. I'm going to try to do this. Um, but that way you have like focus for your business. And it that way you can kind of celebrate those wins of the things you're actually working on. And you're still moving in the right direction overall, but you're not getting caught up trying to do everything in like one day. <laughs> yeah. And like with Poshmark, it's one of those things where you can kind of like ramp up your business. You don't have to have everything perfect right when you start so yeah and you like you won't getting overwhelmed trying to make it perfect like day one is just like not gonna happen 
So just having like a couple goals for yourself. So then like you can like kind of check those off or if the goal doesn't happen, like maybe set it as another goal for the next month or whatever. Yeah. I feel, I feel like, like sales goals as well, like really make me feel like motivated because like our sales goals every month have been increasing and it's, it's a goal against myself kind of, yes, you know what I mean? It's not like I'm trying to get more sales than Taylor. It's like, no, okay, yeah, I'm not going to get that right now. <laughs> well, actually you probably are, but uh, <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, it's just like, it helps it you feel that, like that goal you're reaching something. for. You have something that you're like, have on the horizon to kind of keep you going. Uh, and that yeah. way you don't get so clouded by like, I don't know. I feel like since we're so set on like, we're trying to hit this number every month, it keeps us really on track with some of the more small tasks, like yeah. sharing your closet rather than being like, okay, we decided we're going to be resellers. So now we're like trying to post on Curtsy, Trade Z, Depop, Mercari, yeah. eBay, and we're going to try to get to this many listings all in one day. Like it's just could be too much. I think if you try to do it all overnight. For sure. Rome was not built in a day. Also with the specific goals um, that you can set for yourself each month, we definitely recommend like writing them down or telling someone about them. It mm -hmm. just kind of like adds a level of accountability. Obviously like <laughs> we like share it with all of you of like, all of our goals. So yes, definitely helps me feel like more accountable. But if you're not wanting to like have your own podcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but even before we started this podcast and yeah, there is like a little bit more accountability that comes with that, but like even like you and me sharing our goals with each other, I feel like it like keeps us on track. Like we're excited to tell each other when we make a win. Or... Yeah. So we talked about setting a couple, maybe like month long goals, but also we've found it helpful if, you do have a day off and you're hoping to do something Poshmark related that day is to set like a mini goal for yourself, either for like the day or the week. Mm -hmm. And like, these don't need to be like formal or any big thing, but if you in the morning or the night before or whatever, set a small goal for yourself, like putting away the new inventory you just bought or that like, should be one of mine tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> or just even like doing the three shares, like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to do the three shares. Um, definitely helps you like stay on track. And then once you complete that task the next day, you don't feel guilty for not doing the hundred other things you could technically be doing on Poshmark yeah. because it's like, okay, I set the small goal for myself and I did it. And now I can like move on and enjoy the rest of my day. Yeah, no, that's a really, really good point. And I think like the days where I've just gone into a day off being like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to work on my Poshmark but like didn't really have a clear like plan. Yeah. That's where you start feeling that overwhelmed feeling. But when I've gone in like, okay, tomorrow I'm just going to go to Goodwill in the morning and then maybe list a few things in the afternoon, maybe have like a set goal for that. It's just like feels much more smooth and like, like a sense of accomplishment. <laughs> yeah. Another one would be the shipping. Like if you're like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to do the shipping. Yes. Like Taylor mentioned like, okay, it's been three days. I have to do the shipping tomorrow. Then once you check that off, it's like, okay, I don't feel bad that I didn't go to Goodwill or yeah, know, whatever. Just do a little every day. Don't try to, you know, do too much. Yes. Another topic kind of goes into work-life balance. It's kind of a perk of being on Poshmark that we've both kind of noticed um, is I think like before, you know, joining Poshmark and reselling, I think 
almost everyone these days is guilty of spending a lot, maybe too much time on your phone. Yeah. Um, just kind of scrolling social media or like playing a weird game on your phone or something on your phone, diner dash. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but so one thing that we have noticed since becoming resellers is it's kind of cool because, like, I feel like, you know, we do spend time on our phone, obviously, working on our Poshmark. You heard us talking about us refreshing for the likes nonstop. <laughs> but, like, it does feel, like, weirdly, like, okay, but I'm doing something productive. Like, I'm doing something, like, like I'm using, like, my business skills. I'm, like, yeah, um, I, it, it is, like, making some income and it just feels like that sense of productivity. So I think, like, Yes, we do have some tips in here, like, you know, be efficient with your time, you know, don't spend too much time in the app, of course, like, we want you to have a life outside of Poshmark, and we yeah. want to have a life outside of Poshmark, too, <laughs> but um, it, I do think that is one, like, really cool thing about reselling, is just, like, you do, like, the time that you're on your phone, I feel like I'm never, almost never these days, just, like, scrolling social media. Yeah, I agree. I mean, unless it's like other resellers, but oh yeah, that's research. That <laughs> that's research. <laughs> exactly. Doesn't count. No, but yeah, it's more like I don't know. I feel like yeah, you used to be. I don't know. Just speaking personally, like I feel like you'd get caught just like going on Instagram, like oh, like what are these people from high school up to, or like yeah. oh, this person I met like one time, and it's like you know, at the end of the day, that was all kind of a waste of time. <laughs> this feels like not a waste of it's time. It's not like bringing you joy or anything like yeah where I feel like when I make a sale on Poshmark it's like the most exciting thing it's like (laughs) thrilling (laughs) exactly honestly recommend so our last topic we wanted to talk about I think this definitely ties into burnout is look to other resellers for inspiration but don't compare yourself don't expect you to be at the Mm -hmm. same exact place with your closet as they are that is why we think setting the personal goals not just like oh I saw Taylor set a goal for x amount of dollars so I need to like I saw Taylor wear army jeans or what is it (laughs) (laughs) I messed it up but yeah the mean girls quote yeah um yeah like I think it can be really easy you know, to see someone who's been doing Poshmark a lot longer than we have sometimes on, on Instagram, some of the resellers we're following, like, it's so inspiring to like, see what they're doing. But like we said earlier, it's like, you could literally can't get there overnight. Like they didn't get there overnight. Like that's not how anything works in life. So yeah. Um, just don't compare where you're at to where someone else is at. Cause everyone's kind of on their own journey and has their own things that they're balancing. And if you, if you really try to like hit someone else's goal on their journey, like you're not, you're going to be set up to feel really overwhelmed and feel like you have to do 10 million things to get there really quickly. And then honestly, it may lead to burnout where you just might give it up altogether. Whereas if you don't compare yourself and you just kind of keep, you know, making your own personal goals and checking them off and just keep moving the needle the right direction, I feel like you'll just be happier overall and you'll be more successful. Yeah. I think especially like comparing yourself, if you're like a part-time reseller like us and do have a full-time job, like comparing, yeah, comparing like to full-time resellers, resellers, um, just 
Yeah, it's like, oh my gosh, they're sourcing like so much. Like I really only have time to source like once a week on my day off, maybe. Yeah, or like that's not in my budget to source like that much stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah, or so you're on, you know, you can't, you just really can fall down a hole of comparing if you're yeah. not mindful of making sure you're focusing on yourself. <laughs> For sure. That is pretty much all of our thoughts, I guess, on work-life balance. Let us know what you guys think or if you have any tips of how you balance reselling with everything else going on in life and in the world right now. <laughs> We'd love to hear it. Email us at our email, sisterswhoposh at gmail.com. Awesome. All right, so we are going to end today's episode like we end every episode with our goals update. Goals update. We are recording this right at the beginning of September, September 1st. So we'll be able to close out our August goals and actually set new goals for the month of September. So Taylor, remind us what your goals are. How did it end up? What's going on? Yes. So my goals for August, uh, my first goal was to hit $1,500 in sales and da -da 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 -da. <laughs> I made $1,781. That is so good. <laughs> I know. I really thought like a couple days uh, I think like right around like August 28th, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to make it. I yeah. still wasn't even at the 15 mark, but I had a few good sales round out the end of the month here during the last weekend. So I made Amazing. it. <laughs> um, <laughs> my second goal was to improve on sharing my closet three times a day and only take three off days of doing that during the month. As we touched on last episode, I only had half a whammy left, and um, I don't think I can confidently say I checked off that goal. I think I definitely had more than three days where I didn't share my closet three times, but I think we kind of reevaluated it a little bit last week, and we were like, okay, the most important thing is getting the morning share in, like before you go yeah. to work on a day you're working your full-time job, because that just like sets you up for success, so I've at least committed to doing that over the last week, week and a half since we last recorded. So nice. that's going a lot better. That's going better, but definitely I would give it an overall no. <laughs> <laughs> whammies were used. <laughs> I'm indebted in whammies right now. That's all right. So. <laughs> what about you? What were your goals? What's going on? So my goals for August were $600, I almost said $1,600, like definitely not, $600 in sales, and I ended the month at $939, so that was really that so cool. so amazing. Yeah, I had, kind of like you were saying, um, this past weekend I had like my best weekend ever Makari was like going crazy like yeah it was, it was really exciting guys even I had a sale on Makari <laughs> you know, things were heating up my first sale yeah <laughs> yeah so we definitely ended the month strong that was really exciting um definitely like reevaluating what my September goal is now that 
the August goal went so well. Mm-hmm. I felt I was like scared when I set the six hundred dollar goal. So I'm, yeah, you pretty crazy. much almost had another six hundred in on top. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my second goal did not go as well. <laughs> We both started it out on like the high note, and then we yeah. like okay, we didn't. The important thing is we did make the money. Yeah, but we made the cash plans. Yeah, could use improving. <laughs> so my second goal was <laughs> was to um, get my shipping time down below two days. It started the month out at two point two. We updated you guys. It got down to two point one, <laughs> and. It ended the month at 2.2. <laughs> so I'm going to say, I'm like, humbled. I'm hum- I'm just, guys, I'm so humbled people. by this, you know, coming clean. But I think it was like kind of a, it was maybe not the best goal for me to set for myself because it like, it's really dependent on when they pick it up from the mailbox and, um, yeah, and when they um, scan it, sometimes they don't scan it right oh, away. Yeah. So like, I feel like I did everything in my control, and it just like wasn't reflected. But and yeah, I know that the post office has been uh, having delays too. Exactly. Well, so. <laughs> like this is the month I choose to do it. Well, and month. also past that, I know it's like nice to get it to say fast shipper next to it, but you are still under the three days that it like gives you. True. More. Um, you get the shipping reminder and I feel like it doesn't really impact your business if you're under that. <laughs> yeah. Not in hot water or anything like that. So no, did not reach that goal, but honestly, I'll, I will be able to sleep tonight knowing I didn't reach that goal, you know? Yeah. You'll take the extra $338 and yeah, yeah. sleep peacefully. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that wraps up August, which I would say was overall really good for us. Um, now september yeah so let's set some goals for september and then once we do that we have an exciting announcement for you guys about the month of september too oh. but first th- <laughs> i was first like wait first what? how could you forget okay first things first yeah is our goal setting time <laughs> <laughs> so maddie what are your goals going to be for september coming off your um best month ever best month ever i'm i'm gonna just keep trying to trying to roll with it and like mm-hmm. keep having a best month ever keep the momentum going yeah so i had 939 for august so i'm going to have my goal for september be 1100 <gasps> <laughs> oh i'm scared Yay! you can do it you can do it you pretty much had it in already yeah, there was definitely some dry spells during August where, like, I didn't have any sales, like, a whole week. So <laughs> I think it is doable to get to 1100 That's going to be my gross sales goal for September. And then my second goal, um, we've talked about this extensively on the podcast, <laughs> that... Um, you know, inventory systems are so important, but we do both live in smaller spaces. So there mm-hmm. is kind of like a max cap on mm-hmm. how much inventory we can have. Mm-hmm. And I've been noticing, I think it's the same with your closet where like we're getting better at sourcing 
um, and just more things are open to source at. So the, inven the new inventory we get, it like goes really quick for the most part. And then it's like the inventory that's- They're just, sitting on some old- Yeah, <laughs> the inventory that's actually in my inventory is just like the stuff like from my personal closet or like mystery boxes. Obviously with exceptions, I'm not pretending like we're perfect at sourcing now or anything. No, yeah. But I, just before we started recording, I went through my August sales and added up like how many of the sales were like my personal items or items I would say were from like the first mystery boxes I had that. Um, or even like early sourcing days. I exactly. I feel like made more mistakes back then. Yeah. Like anything in like May or June in the notes in the Poshmark app, I've been putting in what month I buy the item in just now mm -hmm. that we've been doing it for a couple more months to like try to keep track of like um, how long something has been in the inventory. So yeah. I had, I think it was 15 items that I sold in August that I would consider like my older inventory. So I'm going to shoot for 20 items in September, um, selling 20 of those types of items in September. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, and how I'm going to do that, because we're not just setting willy-nilly goals. Like, we got we got steps. Um, we got action plans. <laughs> action plans <laughs> is, like, when I'm relisting things in my closet to, like, relist those items. It's so easy to, like, want to relist the, like, high price tag items. Yeah. But trying to focus on those. And then I'm running a sale on my closet right now, trying to, like, help get some of that inventory out and still make a profit on it. So just um, kind of like focusing more on those items that I'm like less excited about just yeah. to kind of like get them out. And then I can focus on the inventory I'm more excited about going forward. So this is kind of like a weird month for my closet. I feel like, like a yeah, big, almost. big summer blowout. Yeah. Of everything. Exactly. <laughs> that way, Then when you're sourcing, you'll have more space. So for the long term, yeah, It'll be more like the Poshmark kind of closet that you're going for. Exactly. Nice. I think it's a good goal. Thanks. I'm kind of want to do the same thing, honestly, because yeah. I think we both have a few items where every time I'm pulling things out of my inventory, um, when I make other sales, I'm like, oh, yeah, these guys are still here. Yep. <laughs> Even like when you're doing the shares and you get all the way to the bottom of your closet and you're just like. <laughs> so funny. So what are your goals for September? Yes. So yeah, I feel like same as you, uh, August was definitely my best month so far on Poshmark. So I'm really excited yes. to try to keep that going. So I think having made 1780 last month, I'm going to try to hit 2000 for Woo! this month, which sounds like, oh my gosh, I don't even know if that's possible, but when we get into our challenge that you and I will be in yeah. in September, maybe that will push us both over the edge the last True. little bit we needed. True. But, um, yeah, so that's going to be my goal, 2000 for sales. And then my second goal, kind of same as you, but measuring it in a little bit of a different way, is um, I, I think because – you know, as we talked about in the inventory episode, I do have quite a bit of bins. So I'm kind of okay at this point if some of the older things, like they have been slowly but surely selling. Yeah. Um, and I don't feel as like these need to clear out now so I can source new items. I'm not feeling that pressure as much yet. But 
I want to like focus on like when I'm sourcing that I'm bringing in items that I can sell for a higher like sales yes. price bring, make a bigger return per item. Um, I think like when we like looked at my numbers from June, I was selling things, I think on average, I swear it was like $14. Yeah. I might be lying, but it was like, no, yeah, that, like $14. That was item, the number I, I was thinking right when you started to say that too. So yeah, I think in back in June, yeah, I was like, I was selling things on average for about $14 a piece. And now this last month that we, Maddie and I have gotten a lot better at sourcing. I, I, my, I ended the month making about $28 and 70 cents um, for each of the items I sold in the month of August. So I really want to keep that in mind when I'm sourcing and really try to like keep only sourcing items that I think I can sell for like around the $30 mark. Like I would yeah. like to see that number move up to 30. Of course, I'm always going to have items in my closet that were older things I sourced. Or maybe if I find something for like literally a dollar and I'm like, I, I'll be fine selling this for like $15 or whatever. Yeah, There'd be exceptions, but on average, I want to be like, really only sourcing those pieces, which I feel like is pretty much what I did in August, but just being more mindful of it. So I can keep pushing that number up. So For $30. sure. That's a good goal. So $2,000 and $30 average sales price. Nice. Are my goals. All right. Well, now that we've got that out of the way, we have our very exciting announcement. One of the things Maddie and I have noticed over the last few months, um, we saw on Instagram, a few people kind of mentioned, they're like, hey, like, if you, like, don't sleep on American Eagle high-rise jeans, because, like, they sell consistently. I think, um, yeah, there's been a few different people that have suggested that. And I think every time we go to the thrift store, you find tons of American Eagle jeans um, yes. that they have for, like, between, like, 6 to, like, $7 usually at the thrift store. Yeah. And you could literally buy like a million pairs of them. And every time we do, I feel like both of us will, will buy like a pair here or there. And every time when we get them home and list them, they're like the first thing to sell. I swear. Like, like same day. day. <laughs> yeah. Like that one day I listed 48 items and I would say like, those were like not an item. I was like, Oh, I'm so excited to list these AEO <laughs> jeggings. But like, so I spent all this time. I spent hours taking like pictures of 48 items, listing them all, writing all the descriptions, like refresh my page. It's like instantly there's like an offer on the American Eagle jeggings. And then like, there's like three likes already on one of the pairs. I don't know what it is about the American Eagle jeggings, but they're hot. on People want them. They're consistent. So I feel like that's an item that kind of goes against the goal that I just made about that average sales price. Cause I feel like we only sell them usually for like $22 like, yeah. or something like that. Um, but it sells so quickly and consistently that it's like, might as well. Like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So that led Maddie and I to talking about, Hey, we should like have a challenge where we could see who can flip the most pairs of American Eagle high rise <laughs> jeggins <laughs> we're calling them jeggins um to uh during the month of september and we're calling it the american eagle jeggings derby <laughs> yes there are a few rules to the derby mm -hmm. so want to go over that yes the rules to the derby are they have to be american eagle they have to be high rise jeggins they can be super high rise jeggings. yeah super high I would recommend. Honestly. That's allowed. <laughs> Disclaimer, Taylor did start the month with two pairs in her closet. 
Bart, I only started with one in my closet. So if I lose, just I'm going to bring that up again. So that is your own fault. We've been talking about the Jackie <laughs> Derby for weeks. You should have been prepared. I should have went to Goodwill this week. You might need to so. go in your own closet and pull a few things <laughs> out. I probably have some. <laughs> yeah, so we're kind of excited to see it. That's going to be kind of a sub-contest goal going on during the month of September. We'll keep you guys updated. Yeah. But, I mean, let us know in our at our email or comment on our Instagrams. Let us know who you think will win. But yeah, for do, sure. Do you know I do have that extra pair listed right now, so... And we are doing a giveaway if you want to be part of the Derby as well. So we will, at the end of September, announce how many pairs we each sold. We'll crown a winner. And if you beat the winner, send us proof of, like, screenshots of your Poshmark. Email it to our email, sisterswhoposh at gmail.com, and we will Venmo you six dollars to get a coffee of your choice so you can get involved (laughs) if you want yeah we would like love the challenge but just so you know we're both pretty good at selling the american eagle jeggings so (laughs) it'll be fun it's back to school we're in september oh for sure now and also yeah we'll throw it out there if you are in the market for any american eagle high-rise jeggings you might want to check either of our poshmarks because we have listings Coming soon. I know we said that it's only um, high-rise jeggings, but honestly, if you can sell a low-rise pair, I feel like you should get, like, double. Because that is, like, way harder. Wait, let's add that as a rule. Low-rise, go for double. But I don't recommend picking them up. But if you do, that might be what you need to do to beat me. Just kidding. (laughs) Let's just say I did go to Goodwill today, and I have few jeggings to list so one new with tags there you go <laughs> i'm scared jeggings 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 <laughs> all right thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode of sisters who posh if you liked today's episode please rate review and subscribe to our podcast All right, you guys. Well, we will talk to you on our next episode. Thank you for listening. Love you, Tay. Love you, too. Bye. Bye.